Hello, hello, hello. Uh, hope everybody's doing fine. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is just a trial. If it works, we're going to continue with the show. Well, good morning. Good morning. I hope everybody's having a good time. Um, I'm over here in the West Coast. Well, Midwest. No, not Midwest. I'm in Utah. <laughs> Mountain time zone. Um, and I want to uh, really bring today something special, you know. Um, we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. And, um, yeah. So, let's begin. Let's begin. Well, hi. All right. So, sorry about the background noise. That's just my, um, if you hear a fan, that's just my laptop. It's, uh, laptop is trying to keep up, you know. I'm a little bit too fast. Everybody, you know, you know, my name is Migs, man. <laughs> All right, God bless, man. Um, well, for starters, I want to start off with a prayer and hope, and hoping that those that do hear and listen to this audio and radio um, podcast uh, hear the voice of God instead of me as a person, you know, because the whole idea is that we hear and understand someone higher and greater than us is speaking to us besides ourselves. So let's bow our heads and begin. Father God, um, we thank you for this amazing and wonderful day. We thank you for this Sunday. We thank you for the blessings for uh, another day of life, for keeping us alive and helping us begin in a wonderful atmosphere, Father God. Lord, Father God, I pray that anybody is listening, that anybody that on the other side that needs a word that be you, that you talk to them and that you give them that 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 love, that care, that hug, you know, that you hold their hands, Lord. Father God, I pray that you keep guiding us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 So uh today's episode we're gonna talk about a good amount of things, but firstly, we're going to talk about um, through this Bible verse of in um, chapter in Luke. Give me a second, sorry guys. So it's Luke second. Just sticking on my side, Luke two forty one. And um, you have your Bibles if you don't. Um, look it up to your phone if you need to. So this is about the boy Jesus who amazed the scholars as. Uh, Many of us know those who were taught in Bible school or even been in church or even have not, we've all probably heard about Jesus leaving uh, at the age of 12 for three days and his parents, Mary and Joseph, looking for him. So I'm going to read to you a few verses. So in the name of the Father, Son, and the Spirit, Amen. His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the, of the Passover. And when he was... Twelve years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned to the boy, Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to have been in company, they went on journeys and saw him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now so it's that after three days they found him in the temple sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. 
and all who hear him were astonished at his understanding and answered. So when they saw him, they were amazed, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. That's very distant carefully. Your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why do you seek me? Why did you seek me? Did you not know I must be about my father's business? So it could be a little bit a little confusing what he's talking about, right? Hold on. <laughs> and then uh, f- uh, verse 50 says, But they didn't understand the statement which he spoke to them. 51, I'm in there. I mean, I'm lying. 52. But 51 says, Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and, and was subjected to them. But his mother kept all the things in her heart. The last verse, 52, says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and men. So, let's see what we take away from this verse so far. Um, I wanted to bring this into uh, perspective because I really believed, or I still do believe, that when it comes to being taught or being or getting a word, it shouldn't matter, you know. Jesus was twelve when he left, and in the Bible it says his brother was asking, "Why did you do this to us?" And you had me and your father anxious. It's kind of, kind of weird, because <laughs> Jesus' response was. His response was, oh, give me one second, I'm just thinking right now. Um, why did you seek me? Did you not know I must be about my father's business? So here the Bible is talking about two fathers. What Mary did, what Mary said to Jesus was his uh, physical father, Joseph. But Jesus res- responded back to his mother and said, why did you seek me? Why? Why were you anxious? Why were you worried? If I'm here doing, going about my father's business, his father and God, his father God, uh, up in heaven. Now, in this verse, we understand that what happened is, and in, in, in life is, he gave his mom a response that she didn't know what to take from it at the beginning. That was just a response like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. But as we continue to the last verse of 52, it said Jesus gained wisdom. What is that gaining wisdom? Gaining wisdom can be, can mean various things. Wisdom, um, a lot of people believe wisdom comes with old age, but wisdom can start from being, from being a child. There are children that have wisdom, you know? And I believe that's very important for us to take in because we have to understand that getting uh, 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 taught, getting taught or getting a word doesn't have to mean getting a word from the pastor or getting a word from the bishop or getting a word from the, the pastor or whatnot. It could be getting a word from a child, from, a, from, from anything such as a rock, which, the, which is what the Bible says, you know? Age doesn't matter. When God is trying to use you. Age doesn't matter. These people who Jesus was, was, was teaching to. 
they were astonished. They were surprised by his response, you know? I'm pretty sure in their head, they're like, what? This kid is 12 years old. He probably didn't even tell them the age. They just knew he was young, and they was probably thinking, what? This kid is so young, but he knows so much. Sometimes we got to understand that even though we don't want to rely on others, we have to understand that Jesus could talk to you through it many different ways, you know? God is that powerful. But a lot of the times we are stubborn to hear. We don't believe that somebody uh, so so simple can have such a big uh, impact. But that is false. Somebody so simple can have such a big impact, even you will be astonished. Now, um, I want to make this into a... a, a, a A realistic, I guess, concept, an example with me. Um, I've been stubborn many times, you know, in my life. I've been stubborn a lot. I've had people talk to me and whatnot, and I wouldn't listen. I know myself. I know. I can't deny it. Like, hey, I'm not stubborn. Not even in, re- in reality, I can be, you know, because, hey, hey who is this talking to me? Uh, he's just a young and He's not... This guy probably knowing better than me. Listen, in the military it happens a lot. You know, I, I'm I'm still serving right now in the army, and um, even in the army it happens a lot. Where we believe that because somebody that's a rank below you, they don't have, um, they don't know what they're talking about. But sometimes those that are below us know more than what we perceive to see. Let me say that again. Sometimes that those who are below us know more than what we perceive to see. Maybe we, because we see with our eyes, but the Bible says that we cannot see with our eyes. We can't see and expect that everything that we see is going to go the right way. This goes into your future. In in, in life, we get anxious, we, we, get, we worry, we we. we put ourselves in a position where we don't believe that we are even worthy, you know, like that's not okay. We got to understand that, that we can't be anxious, that we shouldn't be anxious. You know, we got to see, we got to continue to keep our faith in Jesus, keep our faith in God. The moment you stop putting your your faith in God, you you're gonna want to do everything on your own, and that is not what God wants to to teach you. I know many nowadays believe that this is uh, probably not even important to hear, because the way the system is and the way uh, we are being guided through through the government is 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 just messed up. It is. I'm not going to lie. It is. But when we put our faith in God, we understand that, hey, look, we got somebody that's higher than us that's going to guide us. We got somebody that's going to move us, push us forward. Because even though I can't see, I understand that my faith is stronger than what I see and what I hear. To have a faith that strong, that even though you can put yourself in a position and understand that you're not going to be in that position forever. That's faith. That's believing. This generation 
not even this generation, because even the generation prior to us lost that believing faith. The generation to uh, right now and before us lost it. God bless and 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 uh, may God continue may God continue guiding those that still have that strong believing faith. But it's true. It's true. My brothers and sisters, it's true. Because nowadays, we all we hear is, is gener- this generation, this generation. But it's not just this generation. It's even the generation before us that has lost faith, that has lost their belief. When God doesn't want us or does to, doesn't want us to lose it. Right now, this generation is growing up the way it is because they don't have that um that figure. They don't have that that person to guide them. They don't have that person to teach them. No, that's not okay. We need somebody to teach us. We need somebody to guide us. There's kids out nowadays that they don't have any guidance. My heart goes out to all the kids that 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 need Jesus. My heart goes out to all the kids that that want to experience what it's like going to church. Or going to, to, to see God. Or have an experience with God. But, but are too scared because of society. We can't be scared of the unknown. Because that's where faith come in. Let me give you a... a, a, a since this is episode two. Let me give you a story for me personally. Um... I grew up in uh in church and whatnot, right? And then um long story short, I was in, you know, I came to Park City. The whole situ- a whole bunch of situations happened that I'm gonna eventually explain throughout uh <laughs> this podcast. But as soon as I came to Park City, I was I wasn't looking where God wanted me to look. I was looking because I'm I was I was fearful. Some I moved because I was fearful. I I went to another uh, uh, place because I was fearful. But I understood where I was at before is where God is where God didn't want me to be, you know. But I moved because I was fearful. I said, you know what? Let me move. Maybe it's the best thing for me to to get out. And I took a position for a job for the city uh, driving transit. And I always knew I hated driving. I'm being real with you guys. I hate I hate driving. I don't like driving. Especially I got my CDL, but I don't like it. It's just not good for me. You know what I mean? And so I hate it. So so I'm driving. You know I'm just, you know mind you, my schedule wants me. To, my schedule has me working on the weekends. Has me working uh Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then recently it was it was changed Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And Friday. So these days, it, it was it's getting to me because growing up the way I grew up, I grew up not having to work on not having to uh, uh, work on Saturday, Sundays, or anything like that, or even do anything on on Sunday besides go to church. Now it was a bit overwhelming. I'm not gonna lie to you. Growing up in the environment I grew up, which I'm gonna tell you guys later on, it was overwhelming. But back to uh, tra- transit. 
I knew from the beginning that where I was at and me doing this was not going to last. I didn't see myself doing it for a year because I was it was just not something I liked. It was not something I could see myself sticking in for years and years and years because it's it's not for me, you know? It wasn't for me, my brothers and sisters. It wasn't. And um, it got to the point where a lot of stuff was happening. I was feeling anxious. I was feeling uh, not depressed, but I was angry. I was angry, man. I was angry for months. I remember telling my brother, Noel, he's a pastor now. God bless you, Noel. I told him, man, I'm angry, bro. I've been angry for months. Just angry. For months, guys. I, I wish I could lie, not lie and say like it was just like two weeks. No, months. I mean, three or four months, I was angry. And I couldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go. I remember talking to Jesus and telling God, yo, God, I'm angry but I can't let it go like what what you want me to do like I'm struggling dude like <laughs> I was talking to him like uh for real like I'm talking to you guys right now I was like God I'm struggling dude like I had issues I had marital issues and whatnot and I'm just God I'm angry God like like why can why why can I let this go just being angry like and and it was different because I knew I was angry it's not it's not where like when you're angry you, your, your judgment is clouded but I knew I was angry, so my judgment my judgment wasn't clouded, but just the anger that the 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 anger stood inside me, you know. And um, so I guess fast forward, it just got to the point where I had a, I had a situation with, with with the city and housing and whatnot, and I and got overwhelming, and I'm like God, like you know, mind you, I'm praying to God, I'm like yo, like what's up with this? And God was telling me all along what it was. I was just clouding my judgment. I was like, I was anxious because I was like, yo, I was, I was, I was clouding my judgment, dude. I was like, yo, like, all right, all right, it's ain't, it's ain't, it's ain't for me, you know, like. <laughs> I was like, yo, like this, this is not me. I know myself. I'm not. This is not my character. And. Because I had a situation with housing in the city, God had to push. God, mind you, God doesn't do evil. He doesn't do bad. The Bible said he doesn't do evil or bad. But God had to allow me to go through what I went through with the city and housing in order for me to realize where the, the situation was. Because I'm here asking, yo, yo, let, let me know where it's at. Yo, what, what the heck? I, I can't see. But I was seeing, you see, you, you understand what I was saying. I, I, I'm looking with my eyes. And and in reality, I was in denial. Oh, it's a job. It's not the job. It's not the job. Right? No, nah, it's just a good job. It's the job, the city, yada, yada. Got good benefits. But my... But my conscience... You know, I already knew from the beginning. God will let you know from a long time ago whether this is something he he wants for you or not. And I knew from the beginning this was not going to be it. I was just not going to be able to survive here. I just was being, I was just in denial because of it. And it got to the point where between me and the city and, 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 and housing and, and my manager and everybody, it just got to the point where it's like, like, they had a position open, mind you. And, um... I really wanted a position. It was a 
opportunity position, pay like $80,000 a year. And I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, I got the experience. I think I'll be good with this position. But I moved my family out. I said, you know, I, I, let me move my family out to another part of uh, Utah over here in Hurricane. And it really taught me something because um, as I was – as as after I moved my family and everything, I was still working with the city for a while, for like three weeks. And within those three weeks, I was miserable. I hated it. I hated being away from my family, and I hated being away from, um, from uh, yeah, just 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 from the people I'm I'm used to being around, and and so my my not my anger, but my environment became a little bit more anxious, more worse, more and more mis- more miserable. And they got to the point where um on the tenth, I believe, of June, I decided to put my resignation. I had an issue and I decided to put my resignation. I said, you know what, look, I'm resigning. Mind you, my family been moved out for months. <laughs> they moved out was this the 10th or the 22nd? I'm lying. The 22nd, I put my resignation. My family left on the 10th. I put my resignation June 22nd. And um, as soon as I did that, I kid you not, as soon as I did that, all the, the next day, all the weight, the pressure, the anxiety, everything left my body, man. And I was so happy, man. I was just so happy. I haven't felt that happy in a long time. Two weeks later, I mean, put you, I put, you know, I did my two weeks notice on the thirtieth. I was so happy, man. I, I, I kid you not, man. I was happy. I was so happy because it's just like it made, I, it, it, def, it made, definitely made me realize, yo, like I was, I made a mistake. I mean, not, not, not that I didn't make a mistake. That what God was showing me all along was that I had to give a give up. I had to have a let let go. Give it to Him. Mind you, I didn't have a job lined up. I didn't have any jobs or anything like that. I would just I did interviews and whatnot. And there was an interview I did for um, that last week. I was working over here in Hurricane. Oh no, by St. George, Utah. And I knew, I knew that was a job. I knew God was going to give me that one. I just knew it. My intuition was strong enough. My God was telling me, this is it. You're going to get the job. I went in there and crushed the interview, dudes. I, I, poof, you already know me, man. I, I, I'm a talker. I'm, I'm going to try to convince you that, hey, look, I'm, I'm here. I'm the best person for <laughs> for the position. It's a, a, a job with the state of Utah where I help people find employment. God bless, and uh, they'll 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 allow me to get my master's. Well, I said, even amazing. And they said oh, we'll get back and we'll get in contact with you for uh, within a week. But I knew that was a job. Man. I knew I was gonna get it. And mind you, I'm already here living in. Uh, I moved my family out to Hurricane. Um, I just resigned from my job in Park City. And I was just believing. I kept my faith, man. I kept my faith. I'm like, even though I don't have, even though I don't have a job right now, 
I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm 100% sure going to get it. 100% sure going to get it. So, oh, I got a call on Thursday, last Thursday. And, uh, I, well, let me backtrack. My last day was the 30th. I drove back down here four hours away. I left Park City for good, excited, super happy. And um, I got here on Thursday. And, no, I got, so, um, so I left the 30th. And then on Thursday, I got a call saying, hey, we want to offer you the position, yada, yada. We think you're a great candidate for the state of Utah. Um, and we want, we want you here. Man, I was so happy, man. Because even though I resigned from my, my position in Park City back on the 22nd, I knew God had something in front of me in the future. I had to let go of my anxiousness. I had to let go of what of, of of being fearful. And that's something I want to uh, encourage you guys is that sometimes we just gotta let it go, man. We can't we can't keep being in fear because we don't know what's what to expect. You know, we can't keep be- living in fear, guys. Guys, fear is not good. God wants you to be happy. He wants you to be in it comfortable. He wants you to be um, a, 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 in, a, in a good position. That's God wants the best for you. That's just the truth. He does. Just as your parents, or even if you don't have parents, relative, or somebody that really cares about you, they want the best for you. And that's what we got to understand. God thinks of us in that manner. He does not want to see us defeated, broken down, hurt. But we got to realize we got to put our faith in him. We got to realize we got to give him our our uh, our all, you know. And uh, here, continue this verse. So, let's go back on to, to Luke. I'm almost done, guys. I'm not going to keep going. So let's go back into Luke second, second fifty one. It says, "Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and was subjected to them. Subjected his meaning that he was in hands with them, like he walked with his parents afterwards. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. So what Jesus told his mom stayed in her heart." What he, what Jesus told his mom was like, why were you anxious? Why were you worried about me? I'm here. You don't have to worry about me. I'm always gonna protect you. I'm always gonna get be there for you. I'm safe. We gotta understand that that, that as long as we have God in our heart, we will be safe. He had to teach his mother. <laughs> You know, we can't be, like I said earlier, we can't be blinded by rocks, by, by, by rocks, children, or anything below us that, that we believe don't have an understanding. Because maybe those that are, are smaller than us hold a faith so strong that it encourages us. We got to look and keep those things dearly to us. 
don't take anything for granted. Even if you hear, even if a kid tells you, hey, everything is okay. Just because he's a kid or she's a kid doesn't mean that things are not going to be okay. We got to understand that things will be okay for us. Maybe God is using them to tell us something dear and something strong. But we got to be willing to hear him. You know, we got to be willing to understand where he's coming from. We First, we got to open our hearts, our minds. All right, we got to listen to the spirit. We got to listen to what God is trying to tell us to do, you know. Because as long as you have that, you'll understand. Because, guys, if you don't have that, it's going to be hard. You're going to be blinded. You're going to be like me in denial. But once we have that, we'll be in good position. We'll be we'll, we'll, we'll be where God wants us to be. That's the first steps. That's definitely the first steps. And um, just to end it. And Jesus increased in the wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Like my son just walked in. Hello, puppy. Man, you don't got to open a door like that. As, it's funny, I was just talking about kids. Say hello. You leaving? Ah, he's, I think he's leaving. He's like, ah, let me get out of here. You're boring. Um, but we got a... It says, yo, we increased in, 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 in wisdom. Jesus increased in wisdom. Wisdom doesn't def- isn't defined by age, but by your mentality. And by how you think and how you understand how you... And what you put it got first. So I'm gonna leave that with you guys. Um, happy Sunday. Today is the the ninth of July. I hope everybody have a blessed evening, blessed after- afternoon, and um, yeah. All right, guys. God bless. Bye-bye.